Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. All right, all right. Well, today I wanted to just actually play the audio of my introductory video for my YouTube channel, introducing what I'm going to be doing in uh, 2020. I think it's an important message, and I hope you agree. Um, new content, brand new content for the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network will begin next week. We're getting out of the holidays, and... Uh, we'll have a lot more time to, to produce new content, but I hope you enjoy it. Again, this is the introductory video for my YouTube channel. I think that you'll really appreciate it. And if you do, if this is something that you want to do too in 2020, um, go ahead and, 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 and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Shoot me a comment, something like that, if you like that kind of thing. Or if you want to hear more about what I think about when I think about rejecting millennial despair, just go ahead and ask me and we'll, we'll go from there. Anyway, here's the here's the uh, podcast for this week. I hope you enjoy. Well, welcome to 2020. I wanted to introduce you to my channel. If you're new and you haven't watched my content, this would be a good place to start to get to know a little bit more about what I do. And if you have watched my content before, and some of you have been watching for a couple of years now, thank you. And I want to talk about what 2020 is going to bring for this channel uh, going forward. 2019 was a great year, though. The channel grew a lot. Uh, we got a lot more subscribers. We're still a very modest channel, no question about it. But I added a lot of video content. We got a lot of interaction with people. It's been great. And if you're new to my channel, then um, I should tell you that my commentary is mostly social commentary. I do political commentary as well. Not as much, but I would imagine 2020 would bring a little bit more of that since it's going to be more, the, the political season a little bit more uh, officially, I guess I, I should say. But, but I got my start talking about really the social justice controversy within the evangelical church and also the Reformed Church in particular. And that's really what the majority of my content is. I'm a Puerto Rican, and so ever since I was a little boy, I've never been able to avoid race issues and racial reconciliation and injustice and stuff like that. And so I want to talk about all these things from a distinctly biblical worldview. But if you're not a Christian, I think you should still listen to my content, because the reality is that the Bible describes reality very well. And the reason I would I would say that it does that is because it's God's word. It's God speaking to us and God created the world. And so he knows what's what. He knows what we're like. He knows what we're not. He knows what is. He knows what isn't. He knows how things are supposed to work and he knows why they don't work that way right now. And so my commentary, if I'm doing my job well, from a biblical perspective, obviously Christians should care about that because they care about the Bible, but non-believers should as well because it works, it's real, it's, it's, it, it, it comports with reality perfectly, the Bible does. And so um, if you, you know, employ some of the things that I'm, I'm giving to you from the Bible directly, uh, things will go better for you. It's just that simple. You will live your life in a way that you'll have more contentment. However, not perfect contentment, because none of us can have that here, and especially not if you're if 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 you're not following Christ and if you're not uh, living in His reality where He is there. The reality is that God is there, and He isn't silent, and His Bible speaks to us. So whether you're a Christian or a non-Christian, my content is for you. Now the question is, what are we going to be doing in 2020? Well, it's going to be some of the same stuff. Um, if you know, in, in part. A lot of the same kind of content. I will be continuing to talk about social justice. That's not going away anytime soon. I will be doing social commentary and things like that. But, but I started thinking about sort of what what has been the theme of sort of my where my mind is going lately, and what has been some of my favorite 
content that I've done in 2019. And I keep thinking about two episodes of AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. If you don't know, I'm a podcaster as well, and I'm on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network with the boys at Cross Politic in Moscow, Idaho. Um, and there's two episodes that I think really encaps- encapsulate sort of where I'm at right now. And it's, it's one that's called um, Just Say No Like a Man to Win the Culture War. And there's another one that says Rejecting Despair in 2020. As you can see, I am against despair. I'm against millennial despair. <laughs> and that's that's a double meaning. And, and, and I'll explain that double meaning in just a second. But but I, I have to admit, I did not... I've been thinking about these things for, for a couple of years now, this idea of despair, but I didn't actually have that word to put on it. And I'm borrowing that word from Owen Benjamin, who's a comedian, a professed Christian comedian in Washington State. He's been kicked off YouTube because he's problematic in many, many ways. He's, I find him hilarious, and I think he's a very smart guy in many ways. I don't agree with him on everything, obviously. Um, but anyway, he's been talking a lot about this despair where people are just, they, they recognize that there's something fundamentally wrong with our culture. They recognize that there's a problem. And some, of the, some, of them, some people will even recognize why it's a problem. They say, well, we've, we've walked away from God. We don't, we don't even consider God anymore. And, like, and, 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 just, and, and everything's going to hell in a handbasket. And they just, people are just wringing their hands like, well, what are we going to do? I mean, they're teaching LGBT um, transgenderism to my kid in high school. What do I do? And it's just like, I, I, I can't get over this. And it's just constant and, and and the media you know plays right into this they're pumping us full of anxiety full of fear and all this kind of stuff and the reality is that they're not lying to you all the time i mean they are lying to you sometimes we all know that but th- this is i mean there are tr- you know transsexual you know grooming sessions at your local library if you live in a major city it's a transsexual story time hour i mean let's just be honest that is a sign of a degraded society it's, it, we, we've gotten to the point where, where things are so degraded that we openly let transsexuals try to pervert our children in a public library. And many of us say, well, it's just a blessing of freedom. I mean, the level of degradation is just hard to even fathom. But the problem is people are, get, are, are reaching a state of despair like there's no hope. And, and that's what we want to avoid. No despair. Now, I say it's a double meaning because I'm a millennial, you know, I have to admit, I am a millennial, and lots of millennials have this despair. So, some millennials are just going with, the, going with the flow, they're going along with it, they don't care, they, they're just having the time of their lives, you know, pretending like they don't know the difference between a boy and a girl, a penis or a vagina or stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of people that just go along with it, they don't care, but a lot of people are experiencing this despair, it's like, with well, these huge, big, gigantic problems, existential problems, what do we do about it? Like, we can't do anything about it. But that's not true. That's not true. See, the Bible, the Bible presents a very easy solution to this kind of thing because this is not new. We we have to get over this idea that this is this is this is where our culture is at now. We've never been here before. That's not true. Here's what Exodus 23, verse 2 says. These are the words of God. You shall not follow a crowd to do evil. That's all I'm gonna read. You shall not fall in with the many to do evil. Here's what the here's what the uh, here's what the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Let's do the Christian Standard Bible. That's the new hotness these days. You must not follow a crowd in wrongdoing. It's pretty easy. If people are doing wrong things, don't go with it. If people are doing things that are wrong, 
just don't consent. You don't have to participate in any of it. You don't. All you have to do is say no, like a man. And sometimes this will make your life more difficult. Like, like let's just be honest. If you refuse to use somebody's personal pronouns in many companies that people work for these days, you will probably be fired. Okay? And that scares a lot of people, a lot of weak people into complying. Go along with the crowd, call a boy a girl, call a he a she, call a she an it, call a, a man a dragonkin or whatever it is, or you're fired. And that's enough to scare most people because they know if they, if they get fired, their lives are going to be more difficult. But I'm here to tell you that God does not give you stipulations. He doesn't say, well, don't follow a crowd to do evil unless, you know, your income depends on it and then go ahead and do it. No, it's very simple to win the culture war. Don't submit. Don't comply. Don't go along with it. And reject despair. Because though your life will be more difficult, and though you might not be able to have all the things you have now, you might not be able to have two cars, you might not be able to wear the fancy pants. That's what Owen Benjamin says, the fancy pants. You might not be able to buy all the things you have that have as much comfort as you are used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have to figure out how to make money without working for somebody else. That's scary. I'm not saying that's not scary, but you can do it. I mean, if God is for us, who can be against us? If you're following God, if you refuse to go along with the crowd, God will take care of you. Be a man. You can figure it out. God gave you a brain and he knows that we can't do it all on our own. So he's going to be with us. He's going to prosper his people. We just got to adjust our our expectations on what that prospering looks like. You know, a lot of people are realizing that they want to be a little bit more self-sufficient. When I say self-sufficient, I mean relatively. I don't mean in the sense of like you're completely self-sufficient. None of us are. We're all sinners before God. We all need our brothers and sisters in Christ. We all need Christ's help, obviously. But what we don't want to have to depend on is that machine, we don't want to p- depend on that crowd that's going that's going and doing evil, pretending that you can't tell the difference between a boy and a girl, pretending that it might be a good idea to, get, to tell a little boy that he might be a little girl so he can chop his penis off. That's not a good idea. <laughs> that's a bad idea. So don't go along with it. Don't go along with it. And, 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 and here's what you do. Here's, this is very simple. It's, it's the same. In the, in the beginning, God told his people, be fruitful and multiply. Find a wife, cleave to your wife, have children, and teach them to follow and obey God. It's a very simple plan, guys. And God didn't revoke that. It's still in force. Reject despair, find a wife, and have some kids and teach those kids the right way, not the wrong way. So no more of this despair, guys. Like there are serious issues and we can approach them seriously, but let's not you know, woe is me, and, and let's, not, let's not say, oh, the sky is falling. It is not falling. If Christ is on our side, that's all we need. If Christ is for us, who can be against us? So follow Christ's commands. Have a family. Provide for your family any way that you can. Have kids. Teach your kids. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, and that is how we take over the world. So reject despair. I'm a millennial. I'm rejecting despair. No more millennial despair. And there's one more thing. 
if you're a Christian, you know the controversy between post-millennials, pre-millennials, amillennials, all that kind of stuff. I don't care if you're an amillennial or a pre-millennial. I'm a post-millennial. But what I do want you to do is reject any millennialism that brings you to a state of despair. Because I know a plenty of premillennials. I know plenty of dispensationalists. I know plenty of people that, that do believe with their, their whole heart that this world is going to hell in a handbasket. I reject that, by the way. But I know a lot of you guys out there that do believe that, that don't act like it day to day. You're not, you actually are planning for the future. You're actually having children and, and teaching them the way to go, assuming that they're going to be around for a lot longer, even if in the back of your mind you're thinking they, they might not because Christ might come back. I don't believe that. I think Christ is coming back in the future at some point. We've got a lot of time here. I believe we're still in early church history. I know it's kind of weird to say, but I believe it. I believe that if we can't figure out whether or not to baptize our children, that's a pretty good indicator that we're in early church history right now in 2020. <laughs> but so 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 whether you're premillennial or amillennial I'm not going to try to convince you one way or the other. I'm postmillennial and I think that makes the most sense. But whatever millennial you are, no millennial despair. Reject it. Let's believe in God as if he really is powerful. Let's believe in God as if he really is king. The king of kings, the lord of lords. And so so if Trump doesn't get elected this year, you know, in the worst case scenario, whoever the, I don't even know who the worst case scenario would be anymore. They're all insane. Everyone on the Democratic slate, they're all crazy. Except for Tulsi Gabbard, but I'm not, I wouldn't want to be ruled by her. Do you? <laughs> she might, she might be a little less insane, but, but absolutely not. No way. But let's just say she gets elected. It really affects me in, in, in kind of a way. But my, my game plan, my marching orders are still very simple. Be fruitful and multiply. Follow God. Don't follow a crowd to do evil. They're very simple commands. Anyone can understand them. You don't need to have gone to seminary to understand what it means when it says, let me use the King James this time, thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil. Doesn't take a genius to figure that one out. So whoever, whatever psychopath gets elected into into the presidency um, next next time or the time after that or whatever, reject the despair. Your marching orders are simple. You follow God. God is powerful, and He will take care of His remnant. He will take care of His people. And so I would imagine that my content is going to be kind of similar in 2020 than it will be to 2019, but. The theme is going to be reject despair. However, I might get angry at times. I might go off on a tangent. I might rant a little bit. I might laugh. I might joke, all that stuff. But I will not accept despair in myself. If you ever see me on this channel exhibiting any symptoms of despair, call me on it. I promise you I will thank you. One more thing. I appreciate all the support I got in uh, 2019. If you noticed, uh, probably in November or October, I monetized my channel just to get a few, a little bit of extra income. I, I cannot imagine that I will be able to say the things I say on YouTube for forever, <laughs> the way things are going. YouTube is becoming a censored place. When I say becoming, it is a censored place, but it's going to become unusable I think probably sooner rather than later. So I do make a small amount on YouTube. It by no means is my main source of income. I still have a, a job outside of YouTube. That's 99% of my income. Um, but uh, if you want to, if you like this content and you get value out of it, please consider supporting me on Patreon. 
Um, I've got Patreon supporters right now. And, you know, any little bit helps, you know, whether it's a dollar, whether it's $50, you know, I've got people all the way from, I think, like $5 to $150 supporting me. Um, so I, I appreciate that. And it goes a long way. I would love to dedicate a lot more time to YouTube. I can't right now just because I don't have the income for it. I'm trying to figure out other ways to sort of increase revenue from from in, from YouTube. Um, but um, please consider supporting me in 2020. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. My family would greatly appreciate it. And I would absolutely um, be able to put more time into this content and all of that. But if you've supported me in 2019, you can't 2020. Thank you very much. Um, it's been awesome. I would love to have your support again, but I understand things happen, all that kind of stuff. Here's where I want to leave you. Psalm 2. Psalm 2. I want, you to, I want you to hear what God is like. And then I want you to understand that this is what Christ is like, Jesus Christ. And then I want you to understand that this is someone who we should be attempting to be like. Christ was a perfect man. Christ didn't despair. Christ rejected despair. Even as the nations and everything like that went crazy and, and, and things were going nuts. Like, again, this isn't new to us. This has been happening since the dawn of time. Listen to, to Psalm 2. This is the word of God. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? Let me step out of this for a second. Like, this was happening back then. The nations were raging. The peoples were plotting let me get back into the scripture. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us burst their bonds apart and cast their cords from us. People have been doing this from the beginning of time, turning things upside down, calling boys, girls, girls, boys, calling evil good and good evil. People were raging against God from the beginning. You want to know what God's reaction to that is? It's not despair. Ready? Here's the next verse. This is my... This is one of my favorite verses. God sees all the nations doing this, uh, rejecting him, uh, setting themselves up against his people. And what does God do? Here's what it says. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Those of you who are trying to pervert our children, those of you who are trying to cast uh, the, the burst the bonds apart that you think God's commands are a yoke on you rather than the very foundation of freedom itself, you think that God's law is too much, it's too oppressive, God is immoral. You think you you people that are that are trying to destroy Western civilization because you don't like Christ, God looks at your pathetic rebellion and he laughs at you. And I do too. No despair in 2020. We're rejecting it. No millennial despair. Welcome to my channel. Looking forward to talking to you again real soon. Hope this is helpful. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network.